You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back. Again, I'm Jeff Nowak, WWL Digital Sports Producer, here with Steve Geller on Inside Black and Gold, a New Orleans Saints podcast that gives you an inside pass into everything going on with the Saints. And that was especially useful today at training camp, day one. Um, but the real, the real fireworks came afterward. And, you know, they're fireworks, but at this, I, I do want to preface this by saying, you know, we're still talking about Michael Thomas. And one of the fascinating things about Michael Thomas, as, as intense of a person as he is, as, as you know, unwilling to, to take any of your grief as he is. One of the quietest people I've ever heard speak. Definitely um, going to be going into the media after his playing days are over. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's, he's never struck me as a person who necessarily wants to talk to the media, and I don't blame him. I mean, it's a stressful situation. Uh, if you could avoid it, why not? But it, it, is, it is interesting. It's, if you've, a comparison would be like, if you've ever watched The Office, there's an episode where they're going over like interview techniques, and they talk about um, like power quiet talking, and it's like intentionally talking super quietly, so you can't, so you have to lean in, and that gives, you know, but like he takes it to a crazy level, and that's kind of how I, I always think about that when I hear, hear Mike talk, because he's just, He's just so quiet and he's not a quiet person on the field. You know, he can be loud, but he is in these circumstances. And there, <laughs> there was an exchange today between Mike and Jeff Duncan that I'll, I'll get into a little bit more, but uh, it's these guys, these two. Well, I don't think, I don't think Jeff has any issue with Mike, but Mike does not like, Mike does not like Jeff Duncan. I don't think Mike likes most media members though. I, I mean, I think he's indifferent to most media members, but there's a, you know, we're looked at as the enemy. Yeah, yeah. In this case, in this case, I think it's really true. Can you explain like this is the first time we talked to you in like two years. I mean, yeah, you'd be always saying stuff. What? I mean, what happened? You like, always what? be writing BS. Go ahead. No, I mean, what happened that caused this to be a two-year? We got to ask the trainers and doctors about that. Do you have any regrets about how it was handled? Nah, no regrets. Watch me play now. Watch, Watch me play, play now. now. I like that part. <laughs> well, okay, but the the truly funny thing happened afterward, and it kind of goes into what I was saying. I wasn't just bringing up the quiet talking. Uh, at the end of the interview, Jeff Duncan turns around, and you know we're all like bringing it up to him, and he didn't hear it. That's amazing. It was incredible. Like. And it's such a, it's an example of just like kind of this unique, quiet nature of of Mike in these interviews. He literally was looking directly at Jeff from a foot and a half away, and he said that. Yeah, you're and, always writing BS. And Jeff Jeff did not even register it. Now he was worried about asking his own question, um, but uh, it was it was a funny moment. Um, and so, if you're wondering what kind of led to that, it was during the kind of 
last off season when there was questions around where Mike was, why he didn't have surgery when he was, you know, reported to be planning to have surgery. And there was, you know, Jeff wrote a story on, you know, basically the narrative of that situation. You know, Mike called it out at the time. He quote, you know, he, he referenced it at the time uh, and, and said that I think, you know, to paraphrase, you know, they're trying to ruin your reputation, blah, blah, blah. And that was really what led to this kind of rift that, you know, really almost got out of hand last season. And I think that the two sides were able to kind of amicably come to a, come to a conclusion there and keep everyone in town, or at least keep, keep Mike in town. Uh, as a new head coach because not because of that, but because you were tired. Um, and, <laughs> it was it was kind of interesting to see that kind of book ended today at at the press conference. Yeah, it, it definitely completed the day of excitement. I thought like we had a little rift between a player and media member. Uh, it wasn't anything too intense, but no, I thought it was all in good. You know, it, it, I think that's that's the that's the thing. It's like you can write what you want, and he's going to read it, or he's going to know about it, and he's going to bring it up to you. You know, and that's that's part of the deal. Um, well, that's, that's another funny thing too is when any athlete says that they don't hear or they don't read what we're talking about. That's not true. They're they're all on top of it. I think it's true of some people, and, but I think in in certain instances you can't I avoid. Think it's stuff. Too hard nowadays to ignore it. Well, right. I think in certain instances, like, I think you can try to tune stuff out, but you know, you can only tune it out to an extent. If someone sends you a screenshot of a story, but I'm pretty confident how he initially found out about the story isn't because he's, you know, a dedicated, a dedicated reader of NOLA.com every day. I'm sure someone sent it to him. And when someone's sending you links or screen caps to stories, you're going to find out about it, whether you are trying to find it or not. And you know, Mike is a pretty popular guy, and I don't think that story gets posted without someone bringing it to his attention. And so, like, you can pretend you're going to blackout, like you know, Alvin Kamara tries to do on social media, but you know, it'll get to you. Um, and Mike has never been a quiet person when it comes to that sort of thing, and and that's why he, the fact that he is a quiet person in, in in press conferences is kind of funny to me because like he gives really good answers, and but I never find out about them until I transcribe the interview afterward because I can't hear them. And and like I I transcribed his entire interview and like he gives you like really good quotes and really good answers. There's one where he, he talks about let's see if I can find it. I, I just feel really with Michael Thomas is the fact that he's not enthusiastic to talk to the media at all. I think he's his uncle Keyshawn Johnson gave him a, a, a lot of lowdown about the media and for some reason there seems to be uh, a lot of animosity towards us and that's that was even right from the start he was he's never been someone who has wanted to be in front of us at least speaking i've never felt animosity i mean i'm sure jeff felt a little today but (laughs) i've never i've never felt like it was an animosity it's more that he just he just doesn't want to do it um but here's here's an example of like the type of answer he's giving, but like, I didn't know this was his answer until I, until I read it. He's asked, you know, has everything gone to plan since his final surgery? And he says, for the most part, I believe everything has gone like it's supposed to go. The surgery process, it's opinion based. Sometimes people don't get things right. Unfortunately, sometimes you have to, you have to know how to pivot and respond in situations like that. But I came from a strong family. I feel like I've watched my whole family struggle way harder than what I'm going through. And I know that 
me being out there playing this game makes them proud. I take a lot of pride in that. I was home rehabbing and I got to see them a lot more often. And I knew what I wanted to do. And I knew I wanted to come back and I knew I wanted to make them proud and keep a smile on their face. I feel like I'm the shining light in my family. So I take pride in how I handle my business. That is an incredible answer to a question that I did not hear. (laughs) And it's, 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 it's bizarre to me. Like, and he just, you know, he doesn't seem to want to do it and that's fine, but he's good at it. Um, and he just needs to, I don't know, project <laughs> more. Cause I thought that was an incredible answer. And I, I had to like, listen back to figure out what it was. Um, but anyway, I thought that was, that was a great answer just, and we can talk more about that. Um, you know, the surgery story and the, the story that Jeff Duncan wrote was rel- was related to, okay, why didn't the surgery happen? There was a lack of communication. There was this and that. And, you know, Mike, you know, later on in the interview, he was asked, you know, okay, so why didn't the surgery happen? And that's, that, that's the funny thing is it's essentially the question that, that Jeff asked, <laughs> but didn't get an answer to. <laughs> and he was asked again by somebody else and he did, he did answer it. And I, I thought that his answer here was also uh, very telling and, and a good when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, we could put it to us right now. It's pretty much like when you come into, when you go to a doctor, a doctor, you go, you get an opinion. A doctor is going to give you an opinion. You go to two doctors. One person has an opinion. Another person has an opinion. You have the right to pick an opinion. So one of the opinions is you can rehab your ankle and it should be good by camp. And I've never had surgery. And I'm going to stick with that one. If that one doesn't work, then we go with the second one. And that's pretty much how it works. I don't write the opinion. I just have to pick one. Yeah. And I think that that's the, that's the communication breakdown was, you know, he got a second opinion. The second opinion was, okay, you can rehab this and avoid surgery. One other thing that Mike said during the interview, which is true, he has never had a major injury in his career prior to this. He's been an incredibly durable player. He's never had surgery in that, in that, in that form. And so I think he uh, wanted to avoid surgery if he could, you know, we kind of treat surgery like giving out candy. Surgery isn't, you know, th- these are these are major surgeries, and and if you can avoid them, you know, I I understand the inclination to try to do that. It did not work in this case, and I think that's where everything kind of spiraled because I don't think the team was kept in the loop, and that's what Jeff was writing about. But I, you understand kind of where how he ended up where he did based on the information he was receiving from his doctors and the kind of conflicting information in terms of how he should go about rehabbing it. And then the setback last year was not relative to the time it took him to get that surgery. He still had a setback off that surgery. So even if he had had the surgery when he was, when he was reportedly supposed to have had it, you know, there's no way to say that he would have been back for last season anyway. So it's good to see that that rift has kind of closed um, and you know, maybe, maybe he and Jeff can mend fences, uh, down the road. Yeah. I, I think that's the issue is, is that with injuries, 
information isn't so forthcoming and when it's held back obviously things start to get skewed and maybe misinterpreted and the the, the whole michael thomas injury saga along with the drama with the the fighting with the teammates i felt like it all kind of combined together into this one big negative story around him yeah and i, I think that um yeah the the, the injury itself was weighing on him late in that 2020 season. Yeah, you, you he was playing through it. He like he said he was playing on one leg. He was giving the team everything he had and you know, I think that's a scenario where you can understand an undue amount of stress kind of put on uh, a person. And you you know, the more stress you put on a person, you reach a breaking point and things happen. But, you know, hopefully it's an experience that kind of helps to ground him going forward. Um not to say he wasn't grounded before, but I think whenever you have to go through something like that, it kind of gives you perspective. And I, that's, he said, you know, basically that today. So hopefully um, that's, that's something we can look at down the road and be like, okay, you got better for this. You know, this what's, is something that helped him kind of. What's something that's really going to be interesting to see. I don't know if we're going to be able to tell it practice at all is just the kind of relationship that Thomas has with Pete Carmichael Jr. Because, you know, deal, dealing with Sean Payton is, is, a, a, a different experience as well than it's what's going to be with, with Pete Carmichael Jr. Uh, Peyton was more, I would think in your face, going to tell you things kind of straight up how it is. And I don't really see Carmichael Jr. Being that in your face kind of guy. No, but I also couldn't tell you very much about Pete Carmichael as you know, in the role he's going to have, we haven't really gotten to see it yet. Uh, we haven't really spoken to him. But that is something that, you know, we're going to want to look at down the road. And so kind of as we kind of close out here, we are just day one of training camp and we already have these great storylines. What are you watching most closely going forward? Day two, day three, day whatever. Uh, definitely looking uh, to see more from first round pick Peyton Turner, who was back in action. He had a few nice rushes uh, today. I think he would have had a sack of Ian Book. I think getting him back for this defense is huge. And you could, and a lot of people have talked about the fact that if he's ready to go and back in this mix, you essentially have another first round pick to this year's draft class because of how limited he was last year. I'm also interested in uh, seeing how this linebacker rotation is going to play out with Werner sidelines. Uh, and how long he's going to be sidelined. We saw Caden Ellis and Zach Bond both working as, alongside uh, Demario Davis today, and I would think that that's going to continue. I agree, and I think that's going to wrap it up for us here on this second edition of Inside Black and Gold. We are going to have more for you next week. We're going to have a lot more on the next few training camp practices. We're going to have more audio. We're going to have more great stuff. Make sure to follow Steve over at Steve Geller, WWL. You can hit me up at Jeff underscore Nowak. Make sure to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to check out Sports Talk 4 to 8 p.m. weekdays on WWL 870 FM 105.3. You can check out WWL.com for the latest content. We'll have a lot on Mike Thomas and all the other things that happen today at camp. And pretty soon we're going to be getting ready for preseason game number one. Whoop. I know that's crazy. Uh, this coming Thursday is actually the Hall of Fame game. Yikes. Comes fast. Yes, it does. All right. Be easy, y'all. Peace. Later, folks.